It is Wednesday, April 19th, 2017. We're on chapter 37 of the Tao Te Ching. I'm going to go back to the Chu Te Kao version. This was written in 1904. And without further ado, chapter 37. Tao is ever inactive, and yet there is nothing that it does not do. If princes and kings could keep to it, all things would of themselves become developed. When they are developed, desire would stir in them. I would restrain them by the nameless simplicity in order to make them free from desire. Free from desire, they would be at rest, and the world would of itself become rectified. However insignificant simplicity seems, the whole world cannot make it submissive. If princes and kings could keep to it, all things in the world would of themselves pay homage. Heaven and earth would unite to send down sweet dew. The people with no one to command them would of themselves become harmonious. When merits are accomplished and affairs completed, the people would speak of themselves as following nature. Find that comfortable upright position for yourself. Be aware of where your hands are today and what you're doing with them. Since it's a Wednesday, we will do a mantra for the last two minutes of today's sit. And if you haven't already done that, a mantra or a chant, the way that I like to do it, is pretty simple. It's just a tone the idea being to activate your vagal nerve and clear your mind so that you're engaging your body for part of the meditation. To demonstrate that something like, uh, for the full out breath. All right, let's begin. I encourage you to just notice wherever there might be tightness now. Keep your awareness on your breath. Notice where there's any tightness, pain, any tension. Place some portion of your awareness there too. <laughs> 
being in the world isn't easy. A lot of things that we protect ourselves against during the course of our day. Right now, and just be aware of that. Just see where that might be in you, if it's there. Any of that fear or anger or just tension that might be present. It's okay. We're just going to examine it. And keep breathing from your belly. And if you're thinking now, come back to this moment. Because this is where we both actually are. This moment, you and I. Now, if you can bring a little awareness up to your heart. Awareness on your breathing, on your belly. And awareness on your heart. What's there? 
in your heart. As you breathe in, what's present for you? Can you answer that question without words? Just by feeling. All right, we're going to begin the chant now. If you're able to join in, please do. Here we go.
This is really, in my opinion, a very beautiful and another timely chapter. Other translations of chapter 37 uh, make this more obviously about government, make the message more obviously about government. But I liked Takao's version because it, it still is about government, but it's also about more than that. I'm going to reread it. Tao is ever inactive, and yet there is nothing that it does not do. Hmm. If princes and kings could keep to it, all things would of themselves become developed. When they are developed, desire would stir in them. I would restrain them by the nameless simplicity in order to make them free from desire. If rulers could follow the Tao, that wu-wei, not doing, and things would order themselves. And once they did, they'd be stirred by desire, at that point, the rulers, which would be eased by nameless simplicity. Nameless simplicity. Hmm. Sort of hard to put our finger on what nameless simplicity is. Almost like we just have to feel it. The simplicity that exists beyond complexity. The other side of complexity, huh? When you've given up on complexity just for the sake of complexity. All right, continuing. Free from desire, they would be at rest, and the world would of itself become rectified. However insignificant simplicity seems, the whole world cannot make it submissive. If princes and kings could keep to it, all things in the world would of themselves pay homage. Heaven and earth would unite to send down sweet dew. The people with no one to command them would of themselves become harmonious. When merits are accomplished and affairs completed, the people would speak of themselves as following nature. Simplicity cannot be made to become submissive. I just thought about who might embody that. I can think of almost no modern examples of humans who embody that. All of our examples of people who have gained fame are for the most part people who have embraced complexity to some degree. So without a model, what do we look to? Well, it's almost better to not have one because we have to turn inward. We have to look within ourselves for it and see if it's really true for us, you know. So if leaders could keep to it, keep to simplicity, all things in the world would of themselves pay homage. All things would order themselves. Heaven and earth would unite to send down sweet dew. It's almost biblical, isn't it? Yeah. The difference between living in hell and living in paradise. Oh, this idea that hell is someplace that you go after you die. Is, uh, God, it's just so misguided, in my opinion. Uh, hell is this mind prison that we create for ourselves every day. Most people, if you look around, are living out a projection of their personal hell at least part of the time. And so it's no wonder that there's so much suffering when there doesn't need to be as much 
as there is. But it's really hard. So it's understandable if you're living out a personal hell too. I frequently do. And there are so many ways in which we can be drawn into hell. But the point here, the point that this verse is making is that it doesn't have to be that way. And then this last little part is like a political message, I think. The people with no one to command them would of themselves become harmonious. Well, you know, I mean, the whole thing is a bit of a political message because it's talking about leaders, political leaders, government, princes, kings. When merits accomplished and affairs completed, the people would speak of themselves as following nature. The people would be able to recognize their own nature and see that they weren't separate from nature, from what's around us, because we're not separate. But right now in 2017, recognizing that we're not separate requires that we look within ourselves because we're not often going to get affirmation of that by looking outside. It requires that you take the time to be quiet in order to recognize whatever is going on inside. And this practice right here is a great start for that. And then it just becomes a matter of trusting yourself once you have taken the time to recognize what's inside and showing some compassion for yourself too. Giving yourself a break. Difficult as I know that sometimes is. And it's my opinion that it's from those kind of actions that we can create the foundation of a new form of politics. New ideas about what government looks like. Or rather the combination of government and business. Both of which for most people act as rulers. Dictate some aspect of our lives. If you go into work at a business and you have a boss and then your boss has a boss all the way up to the CEO. And if you're the CEO, then you see yourself as answering to shareholders. But if we look within, then I'm saying we can reimagine. We can reimagine those aspects of our civil society, those components of our culture. Don't forget to be compassionate with yourself, my friend. And if you would, give yourself the chance to connect with what's inside of you as you go through your day to day. Thank you for being on this journey with me. And thanks for sitting with me. Have a good day.